in my humble opinion, the impact of the decision the extreme court made, the extreme court made in regards to affirmative action on America life is devastating for real. This is a tragedy, especially if you care about inclusion, equal opportunity, and you care about people who don't have shit and just barely making it. It's a tragedy that's a result of a strategy. One more time, listen up, people in the back. It's a tragedy that's a result of a strategy. And that's what I think we sometimes forget. This is a deliberate effort on the part of conservatives to hijack the courts and use them and use them to do what's happening today. It's clear. It's clear. The Federalist, Federalist Society was organizing on campuses, getting law students together back in um, the 80s and the 90s to set this thing up. And you know who else? Old-ass Mitch McConnell was laser-focused on stacking the court and blocking Obama from doing what he wanted to do. For real. And now you have three Trump appointees. Not one, not two, but three. And they remaking America, as they will. A friend of mine who's a lawyer says, literally, all the things he learned in law school is out the door, in the trash. You used to have to have standing. Let me slow that down. You used to have to have standing. I agree. It's beyond my comprehension. But we know what it is. Even those who occupied the short bus know what it is. If I'm concerned about the law, I want the Supreme Court to tell me I'm right. Look, that's just what happened when it comes to the LGBTQ rights. That's what happened. It just happened. Literally, the women who didn't want to do the website, or the woman who didn't want to do the website, hadn't been sued by anyone. She had no reason to be in court at all. Stand used to be important. Now that's out the window. President, earlier decisions used to matter. Let me say that again. President, earlier decisions used to matter. Now they're out the window. And the Supreme Court used to try to uh, narrowly decide what's the most narrow approach they could take to resolve any issue. Now, nope. We're going to entertain any theory we can do, we can go to after certain groups. We're going to entertain any theory we can to go after certain groups. This is a legitimacy crisis now for the Supreme Court. And that's real. A legitimacy crisis that's been brought on by a conservative fucking movement. And you know what? They saw they was losing in public opinion. It was losing a generation to more inclusive ideals. And so now you're using the Supreme Court to slam the door shut of hope, slam the door shut of opportunity for generations of Americas, Americans, and it's shocking. 
Those black robes are supposed to be referee robes. If you're a young gay or lesbian person, you shouldn't look at the Supreme Court and see your opponent. You should see a referee. You should see someone who's going to call it fair. They went out of their way to grab this case and use it the way they've used it. And we all know what happened. And now the First Amendment is being used as a shield for bigotry. The First Amendment is being used as a shield for discrimination also. Man, let's just look at Roe Ro v. Wade for a second. After the Supreme Court struck it down, we saw a huge amount of Americans stand up. This has been settled law for 50 years. Settled law for 50 years. Just think about that. And you're going to change it because you have some new people on the bench? Bullshit. I got to tell you, this is dangerous shit. Dangerous. Because when you have a legitimacy crisis for the court, you have a legitimacy crisis for the country. So imagine now a situation where you have generations of young Americans looking at the Supreme Court that are so out of touch with their reality. Their reality. Just think about this also. I'm a young black kid. You just made affirmative action no longer helpful to me. It's hard for me to get an education. Now you say it's harder for me if I get one to pay my student loan off? Let's say, let's say for instance, my cousin or my best friend or myself who might be gay or lesbian, any store clerk, they, I mean, any store they walk into, they might be discriminated against. And the Supreme Court might say it's okay. This court's not my friend. This court's my opponent. This court is my enemy. And that's what the new generation gonna say. So if you heard about votes and all that shit, I suggest, you know, Congress wake the fuck up and uh, form some kind of ethics committee or something. Are all these institutions stacked against me? That's what the young people are saying. Is this country on my side? You don't want that. You want to have a system that's responsive, that is flexible, and a Supreme Court that is fair so that the new generation feels that America is the country that's on their side or a country that's theirs and on their side. It cares about them. It hears their cry. And it's the opposite that's fucking going on. They don't feel like that, that the country on their side, that it care about them and they heard they cry. It's just the opposite. In closing, I think it's very, very, very bad right now. I mean, seriously. Well, shit, look outside. I don't give a fuck what DeSantis said about people being woke. You better wake the fuck up and stay woke. But it's a very, very bad moment for the country. We got to find common ground and stop listening to uh, those we pay taxes to to continue to lie to us. 
divide us and take our rights away. Let me say that again. We have to find common ground and stop listening to those we pay taxes to who continue to lie to us, divide us, and take our rights away. You know, just think about that. If you heard me speaking in a hypothetical way about a certain country, you wouldn't guess I was talking about America. We talking about the strongest democracy, right? Allegedly, right? So to pit black and brown kids against Asian kids and not make changes to legacy, it leads people to interpret what you're called the action is basically fuck minorities. It leads people to interpret what your action is basically telling them. Half of my white brothers and sisters attending Harvard are there because their granddaddy was terrible. Now nah, I'm just fucking with you. Now I don't know anybody from Harvard. But when it comes to the legacy, most, you notice they didn't touch legacy. Right? That's because it's mostly white people that's under that, that fall under that. Their grandparent went there, their mother, their father. They're not touching that. That's the mo That's money. You get in automatically, basically, allegedly. You know? The Supreme Court says, I don't care. You know? This is bad, man. This fucked up. Remember, they stopped Obama uh, from adding ju justices. So right now, in this moment, in this moment right here that we're living in, you're going to see a political reaction because suddenly people are looking around and realizing even when we elect folks, even when we pass laws, there's a Supreme Court that's willing to strike it all down. So it don't seem like it's about right or wrong. It's never been like that. You know, we're past our inflection point. But we are America. Overcoming adversity is one of our strong points when we do it collectively. When we do it collectively. I don't care what party you with. Your freedom is on the line. So stay positive. Be receptive. Don't listen to DeSantis now who say anything about woke. Because when they talk about woke, they talk about black people. That's what the fuck that means. What's wrong with being black? Are you fucking jealous? Y'all enslaved us. Y'all did us dirty. We had to fight for our fucking rights. So many people died. Right? So we supposed to just walk around happy and glee and shit? No, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Like I said, your freedom is on the line, no matter who you are. So stay positive, be receptive, and do the right thing. Your actions can be the fall or the greatest comeback in history. Because that's who we are, right? We Americans. Thank you for joining me.
I'm Eric from Provocative As Fuck, Provocative AF. You can find me on Twitter and YouTube with that same handle. I hope you enjoyed this. Come back and see me again. 100. Depending on where you're listening to this at. Don't get me wrong. I love this country too. You know, I was willing to put aside... Well, I did put aside all the bullshit that's been going on for years until Trump got in office. Now, black people and brown people and minorities and poor whites and women, you know, we have a whole history of bullshit being done to us. We can be mad forever. But when they let Trump in office and control every fucking thing and do everything he did, and he's still not in jail... And life only got worse for us. And now it's so many um, white nationalists and basically racist motherfuckers on television, not just cable, but on television, allegedly, podcasts, like Charlie Kirk, etc. Now they say it freely, you know, they say that shit freely. Stand with us, or we're going to fucking fall apart. We're already doing it. Y'all see it. Do y'all really want a civil war? The Supreme Court, court, full of shit. They need ethics. They need to be watched. You say no man is above the law? Lock their ass up too. 100.